Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Pit Pass Moto, a show that brings you deep dive interviews with the motorcycle industry insiders and racers that make the sport move. I'm host Dale Spangler, and this week my guest is the communications director for Road America Raceway, John Ewart. This episode is brought to you by Moto America. See the fastest racing on two wheels. It's Moto America Superbikes at Road America, June 2nd through the 4th, with seven classes of racing including 190 mile per hour superbikes and king of the baggers. It's fun for the whole family with available VIP packages where you can treat yourself to the ultimate fan experience and enjoy your very own climate controlled suite with live race feed, timing, and scoring. It's Moto America Superbikes at Road America, June 2nd through the 4th. Reserve your tickets and camping spot today at MotoAmerica.com. Let's get started. I'd like to welcome John Ewart back to Pit Pass Moto. John, how are you today? And how are preparations going for Road America at Road America for this weekend's Moto America round? Doing good, guys. We are super pumped. I got to tell you what, it's been such a long off season. Uh, to let everybody know, we paved the entire surface. If you guys haven't been tuning into what's been going on at Road America, we paved the entire surface back in October. We actually started grinding the entire surface in October. And then repaved the entire surface, uh, finishing right around first part of November. So almost a month exactly. And what's really neat about this is that they put the track exactly back as they found it. It's incredibly smooth. We've already had a couple uh, small events and some club days on there. Uh, Andy Pilgrim, who is a popular uh, sports car driver and champion in his own right, said it's incredibly smooth and it's incredibly fast. So we are so excited to have motorcycles taken to the track to uh, get out on this new surface. And I can guarantee you, they will be pleased because they had over 7,000 data points when they paved the surface. It took two years of research, uh, topographical surveys, laser surveys, drone surveys, and the guys at Wallbeck Group and Northeast Asphalt came in uh, with some of the experts who have paved many, many tracks uh, outright. There is no center seam. They used an echelon style with their pavers. Uh, laser surveying again, and uh, they actually put a very, very slight parabolic curve for drainage. So what's exciting about this is that the track has had the entire winter to cure, um, has already had some cars on it and some motorcycles on it, has some rubber put into it, still kind of coming in as as racers like to say, but it's super cool, super fast. Uh, Additional improvements that we have is we have paddock lighting provided with our friends, uh, Will Lighting Labs over in Fond du Lac. So now there's lighting in the paddock. Uh, We've upgraded some video screens. You're going to see some amazing new viewing opportunities. We have the carousel viewing trail where people can 
actually take golf carts and they can actually take uh, bicycles or walk all the way around the outside of the carousel. This is kind of an area that's been sort of off limits. Some people have hiked it and found little places now. It's a beautiful trail, some incredible viewing perspectives. When you see these guys putting a knee down, going through the carousel at, at speeds, it's going to be really, really great. That ends over by right before the kink, which is at a popular turn, but we have the beach over there. So get your flip-flops, get your you know floppy hats, come on over to the beach because there's palm trees, there's chairs, and I can't think of anything better than watching Moto America Superbike Racing with your feet in the sand and a nice cold beverage, watching <laughs> these guys go by at speed, nice, literally feet away from you. And that's another great thing about Road America is not only can you put your feet in green grass and sit under a shade tree with your favorite cold beverage and watch the world-class superbike racing, but now you can sit at the beach, get yourself a nice tan, <laughs> and uh, and watch these guys race. So we're excited for you know the guys uh, like Jake Gagne, Cameron Bobier, and, and all these guys come to Road America because – I just looked at the weather report, and I don't care if my lawn dies. It's going to be hot. Oh, wow. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot all week. It's going to be dry all week. And uh, as we all know, with Moto America coming to Road America in the past, we've sort of had a little earlier in the season, and there's always been some rain or some moisture. Yep. And it's kind of been a little grumpy, especially if you're camping, especially if you're riding, you got your little pop-up tent, your bags, you know, and you're like, oh, this is horrible. Nope. I'm telling you, man, shorts and flip-flops are all you're going to need because you're going to be complaining about the heat. You're going to be looking for some sunscreen. You're going to be looking for some ice cream. And you're going to have a great opportunity to watch these guys battle it out. Four miles, 14 turns, and we can't ask for anything better. And that's another reason why I'm so excited is because motorcycles, sunshine, and fast speeds are what we're, we're looking for next weekend. Heck yeah, for sure. Back to the track, because that was like one of the first things, of course, I you know I read all about it. I was like, wow, this is really an intense you know, repaving, like you're saying, all the technical details seem like they were very adamant about not deviating in one bit from like the original track layout, right? We talked to the engineers and we had several meetings over the past two and a half years. As a matter of fact, they gave a really nice half hour presentation about everything that they did. And I was out there personally watching some of the work that they did. They came within literally hundreds of an inch. <laughs> thousandths of an inch in some areas and you wouldn't even know it from what it was the beauty of it is there's no cracks there's no bumps there's no patches yep if you have data points or reference points when you're riding as far as like okay here's where i need to downshift here's where i need to look for my apex here's what i need to do here that's all throw it out the window so the track walk is going to be paramount for a lot of these guys that love those visual references, maybe where they have to downshift, maybe where they have to start thinking about things. But also a lot of riders had, okay, I know there's a bump here. I know there, there's a lift here or there's an elevation change or there's a little bit of up weighting or down weighting. That's going to change too because the surface is just so smooth. So getting a few practice laps, getting you know a little bit more comfortable. Again, tires are going to be interesting yep. when it comes to hard, soft, or a medium type tire. So that's going to be something that a lot of teams are really going to have to sort out in practice and qualifying. And then if you find the right combination, it's going to be super cool and it's going to be super fast. And, and we've always seen guys getting off bikes uh, that have done some testing as well as as guys and gals getting out of cars and just smiles are ear to ear. I mean, you could open up a, a beer bottle on their smile. <laughs> it's just incredible because 
there's not any of those nuances that used to always be there. Oh, we knew there was a patch here, or we knew that the rumble strips began here, or we knew I could kind of, you know, pop off a little bit closer here, or there was a crack, or there was a bump, and I knew what to do. Now that's all gone. So you're going to have to reset as far as racers and riders go, but once you do, it's going to be pretty incredible, and that's what I'm excited to see about as well. Yeah, it's kind of like a clean slate, like you're saying. Everybody's going to be starting from scratch. We had Tyler O'Hare on recently, and he's mentioned something about going there, do some testing with his King of the Baggers bike. So I, I would assume there's probably been some riders on it so far. And what are their thoughts? I imagine they're loving it too. Yeah, we've had some baggers out there, and again, they love it. It's really hard to get a good interview from these guys as far as if you want them to talk, because they're like, "Yeah, dude, it's great, it's awesome." <laughs> I, you know, can you tell us more? No, it's super cool. All right. Yeah, and again, we've got uh, some other track days and some test days that are happening. Uh, literally right now, even today. And uh, they're all really, really happy about it. Uh, again, they're all learning. It's a lot of hand gestures that you see in the pits. It's a lot of, you know, pencil to paper. It's a lot of people tapping on computers. But I will say this is that the combinations are coming together. Uh, they're not entirely far off. But I will say when you ride by the seat of your pants, if you're on a bike, you're not going to feel certain things that you would normally feel. You know, you're right there. You're feeling the suspension. You're feeling the tires. You're feeling the grip. So this is where riders are going to have to reset. And this is where they're going to have to reconfigure some things. Again, landmarks are key. Breaking points are key. Uh, those are still right there. Uh, the rumble strips are gnarly. You don't really want to go any further off the track, as we all know, with a motorcycle. Uh, lots of, again, incredibly safe when it comes to runoff areas, when it comes to sand areas. Again, uh, thanks again to uh, Road Racing World and, and the, the air fence organization there, because there's going to be a lot of air fence out there, which is another way of keeping riders safe. A lot of grassy areas as far as if guys go off track and can slide. But I will say this is that we're just super excited to see everybody come back, to see what these riders think, uh, to talk to them after they get done with some practice sessions before they go into qualifying and to kind of see uh, what sets up. Uh, again, there's so many cool improvements at Road America and so many things to see and do. The track's just one small significant part is because you can ride in, you can check your gear. Uh, you can actually, we're going to have bands there for Vintage Moto Fest on Saturday. We're going to have vintage motorcycles on display. They're going to be judging vintage motorcycles, lots of different classes, all the information's at roadamerica.com. 14 concession stands, 14 turns. One for every turn. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are on their pit bikes and uh, they're they're just riding around the perimeter roads, you know, having a good time and they hit all the concession stands and they watch from different locations. And, and that's what's neat too, is that they built Road America kind of backwards. When you think about a baseball stadium or a football stadium or anything like that, you buy a ticket, you get in, you get a seat. Well, Road America, you buy a ticket, you get in, you ride in where you drive in and you can move about the facility and you can watch from your favorite location. I mean, think about your favorite ballpark or your favorite football stadium. Not many places let you down on the field and then let you move from one part of the field to the other part of the field anytime you want. Here we can do that. Infield too, right? Yeah, infield too. You know, and here you can do that. You can like, oh, there's an open spot over here, or I can lean on the fence here, or I can actually park my bike under a shade tree here. And we let you do that. So, I mean, there's great food, there's great camping, there's great concessions. It's kind of a mini city, so to speak. A lot of people set up sort of their own little bars and their own little party areas. I think we're going to have a tiki bar down by the beach area in turn 11. That's cool. Lots of incredible viewing locations. So we always sort of tell people, don't just sort of find one spot and just sort of sit there. I mean, some people love to do that, but move around. Paddock shops got everything you need. You know, if you want hats or sunglasses or sunscreen. And again, great concessions, disc golf. And uh, we also have touring. Salute to Cycles Touring is cool. So anybody that wants... Carding, right? Yeah. Anybody that wants to know like, hey, 
I want to ride the new surface or I want to see what it's like, or I've heard all about this. You can actually get out on your bike and ride the surface, the new surface, uh, be one of the first on a motorcycle to ride the new surface. And that's right around noon every single day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we just encourage people to go to roadamerica.com and and buy those salute to cycles passes and take your bike out on track. Now, again, no scooters because we have some elevation changes. So <laughs> if you're on a little a ruckus or something a little smaller trying to get up that hill towards turn six or even the front straight might be a little tiring for that engine. But uh, it's definitely something cool to look into. And like I said, I'm, I, I ride and I'm excited because the weather is just going to be beautiful all weekend long. And uh, we're we're ready to go. Let's talk a little bit about, because I, I read this interesting piece on the, the Road America website in your news section about the economic impact that Road America has on the surrounding area. And I think I saw where, like, I couldn't believe it. It was like, it said roughly $254 million throughout the Sheboygan County area and close to 3,000 jobs. That's a huge impact. Yeah, we're very proud of that. Um, we contracted with a group out of Florida to do this study, and there was a lot of data that was circulating around, a lot of interviews, a lot of people that they had to talk to. But when you think about it, we have over 500 events during our main season, and that's roughly April through October. Uh, and we have a lot of people that are seasonal employees at Road America. Plus, when you look at all of the hospitality surrounding Elkhart Lake, surrounding Sheboygan County, surrounding uh, various areas where people have to stay and where people eat and where, where they dine and where they fly into, that all has an effect. And we're super proud of that because we knew that the numbers were going to be impressive. We wanted to do these studies and we wanted to prove to people that we are a significant factor to Sheboygan County and also to Wisconsin. And it's great when you're out and about and you're talking with people and they're saying, hey, the race season is here. We're booked up for the race season. We don't have any more rooms left or we don't have any more reservations or uh, even trying to get a haircut during race week is kind of crazy uh, because a lot of the people, <laughs> yeah, they come in and they're getting their haircut and they want to look great or, you know, people are just here for the weekend. Families come and they make a full weekend out of it. They can actually stay until Monday at noon, the day after the race. So that's encouraging when you have a family and it's also very affordable because anybody 16 and under gets in free with a paying adult at the gate. So. Road America is incredibly affordable. It also provides a lot of jobs for people in the area, but it also provides a lot of jobs for Milwaukee, Fond du Lac, Green Bay, a lot of these outlier communities because people will stay as far out as that and then they will ride in for the day and ride in for the weekend or actually drive in for the weekend. So um, we're encouraged and we're proud and we're also extremely proud that a lot of the money that we generate goes back into the facility into improvements such as repaving the surface, such as lighting in the paddock, such as cutting down trees and adding to the carousel trail, but also planting new trees to encourage new growth for the environment and for also people to enjoy. So we're constantly reinvesting funds back in the facility, constantly trying to provide economic drivers for the county and for the state. And we're just really proud that so many people were willing to provide that data and, and recognize us and, and be so positive about it. And that's why we wanted to publish that. Before you finish today's episode, first, we have a word from our sponsor. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. 
You mentioned uh, just you know something going on even today, and I looked at the full calendar and I was just blown away with, I mean, there's something literally almost every day throughout the, you know, from spring through the end of summer. And I mean, how, how do you even keep up with all these events and happenings that are going on? We are booked uh, over 100 days, I can say confidently. So we're sitting here on the cusp of June. So moving through August and September, absolutely. And we have shifts of people, again, uh, providing lots of jobs. So when you think of security, when you think of hospitality, when you think of maintenance, when you think of administration, registration, parking, all every smallest aspect of everything you think about when you're coming into a facility, uh, we have staffed. And we also encourage people to go to roadamerica.com forward slash employment if you're interested in something for the season and, and you live in the area because it's a great place to work. There's lots of benefits. Uh, there's lots of fun things to see and do. But at the same time, yes. Uh, so we rotate a lot of our staff uh, constantly. Some of our bigger events, definitely, you know, it's all hands on deck. Uh, some of our smaller events, sure, we, you know, we, we downgrade a little bit in certain areas where it's not needed. Sometimes not all the gates are open. Sometimes not all the concession stands are open, only a few. It, it is a careful balance. It's a ballet for our smaller events and even our bigger events to where we know people have been on for two, three, or four days, and then they take off a few days, and then they want to come back. We're also very blessed that we have a lot of local volunteer organizations that want to help us out, such as Elkhart Lake Lions, Elkhart Lake Fire Department, things like that, where they use it as fundraisers. And they actually come into the track. They'll work a couple areas such as gates or parking or things like that. And they can actually raise funds for their volunteer organization. So we're proud to support any volunteer organization that wants to come and do that too. Uh, what's funny is that Canada Corner actually kind of coined its name. There's several different stories. A lot of people think the turn 12, Canada Corner, is the closest corner to Canada. <laughs> but there's, al there's also other stories where back in the day, volunteer groups from the, the local Boy Scout troops would come and clean up beer cans and, and whatnot over in turn 12. And they found that there was a lot of Canadian beer, Molson <laughs> beer cans over there. And they also found Canadian cigarette packs on the ground. So that's kind of another way that Canada Corner kind of coined its name. But again, it, it harkens back to these volunteer groups and how we're able to do so many events in such a short amount of time in our season. Well, I would assume that, you know, over the last few years, you know, post pandemic, you know, I mean, I don't know where everybody's tired of talking about that, but it's, I would assume like you've had this resurgence in spectators and just enthusiasts in general coming to whether it's, you know, a motorcycle skills training course or one of the driving courses I would imagine like the amount of people coming to the facility, it just continues to just go up and up. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we couldn't be more proud of that. A lot of people were first timers during the pandemic because they needed somewhere to go. And we were one of the safest locales of where you could come and enjoy entertainment uh, because we were the equivalent of seven golf courses and we were all outdoors. So you could watch entertainment. You could be socially distanced. You could be outside where there's less prominence for infection. But now that since that's all passed and we've learned quite a, quite a bit about it, a lot of people that came actually are coming back. A lot of new time, first timers and newcomers are coming back and they're bringing their families and they're bringing their friends. And that's, that's really encouraging. And that's very exciting for us because we're providing more and more amenities from family fun zones to disc golf, to go-karting, to, to things like that. Uh, we're also extremely proud because we've learned from the two-wheel industry and the motorcycle industry that a lot of people, even during the pandemic, wanted to learn how to ride motorcycles. Motorcycles is one of the best ways of social distancing there was, yeah, absolutely. especially to get out and ride. 
So we had a lot of people wanting to get their licenses for the first time looking into motorcycling and, and our motorcycling schools are very popular. We have a wonderful relationship with Yamaha. So if you sign up for our motorcycle schools, you get to learn on brand new motorcycles. Basically, you take an e-online course and you take care of all of your bookwork, your coursework ahead of time. And then you come and you learn on our range on brand new Yamaha motorcycles. Plus, you can get a discount if you're interested in purchasing a bike. I mean, I remember when I got my motorcycle license, the first thing I wanted to do as soon as I, I got it was like, hey, I'm going to go motorcycle shopping. That's sort of what a lot of people do. And we're excited about that. And we're excited about those partnerships. Plus, driving schools, teen driving schools where kids can get more confidence behind the wheel and parents get a little bit more peace of mind. That's always nice because they learn collision avoidance. They learn a little bit more confidence as far as braking and stopping and things like that. High performance driving schools, even advanced motorcycle schools, dirt bike riding and uh, supermoto is available at Road America. I was always excited about the dirt bike class because I worked with James Stewart and, and Ryan Villapoto when I was doing stuff for Kawasaki, man. And I could not believe what these guys did. So I'd love to get out and do some dirt bike classes and try to just get a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit more confidence when I'm out there, you know, doing some stuff through the woods and whatnot. But uh, that's another thing people can learn and do. We're very proud that we have all these offerings. And uh, we're very proud that we have so many different schedule options for people from motorcycles to IndyCar to NASCAR to sports cars, you name it. RoadAmerica.com is a place to check out. Someone described it as, and I think it's aptly described, as the America's National Park of Speed. I thought that was a really cool way of describing the facility because it does seem like it's park-like. You know, I was looking at it on Google Maps, and I mean, it's just a it's just a gorgeous location. By the way, I wanted to bring up too. I, I read did read where you recently lost your the official historian of Road America, Tom Schultz, and uh, I, I thought that was really interesting because he's the one that really just kind of kept the 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 long going history of the whole facility alive, wasn't he? Yeah, Tom was a great man. He was a brilliant man, uh, an incredible rider. Uh, again, it was a it was a tragic loss for us. Um, at the same point, uh, we celebrate his involvement with Road America by carrying on. That's what he would have wanted us to do. And we have a lot of volunteer archivists and a lot of volunteers that are that are helping us uh, carry on and continue uh, his work that he had already begun. Uh, and it is America's National Park of Speed. It, when you're camping there with family and friends, after the bikes are done on track, after the cars are done on track you feel like you're in a national park. It's quiet. The birds are singing. There's wildlife, you know, and people truly love that. You have a lot of family reunions that come and camp. You have people that have been camping for generations that have been at Road America for generations. And then also the racers love it too. They come with their families. They stay in motorhomes. They stay up in the, the racer parking lot and they'll, they'll take scooters and bikes down into the campgrounds and meet some of the campers and talk to them. And this is another rare thing that you don't see at a lot of other racetracks where the racers are just as engaged with the fans as the fans are with the racers. I was actually talking with a racer who was, you know, it was eight o'clock in the morning, uh, first time out on track, little warm up session. They're going around. And as he's going through the carousel, as, as a lot of people know, the carousel is a big popular camping area. He, he was trying to, you know, get, shave a little, a few seconds off of his lap time. He was, you know, talked to his, his crew chief and everything. And, and uh, all he could smell was bacon. <laughs> you know, everybody was getting up and they were starting their grills and they're starting their flat tops and they're, you know, kicking the dirt off their fires and everything. And he's like, man, I could smell everybody cooking breakfast as I'm going through the carousel. And I wanted to pull over so bad. So that was kind of funny too, where, you know, he pulls in and his crew chief's like, what's your deal, man? And he's like, oh man, I'm so hungry, dude. Everybody's cooking breakfast over in the carousel. <laughs> so that's kind of one of the neat things too. When you think about America's National Park of Speed is everybody sort of wakes up to the sound of bikes or cars on track and, you know, they kind of get the day going and then, you know, you get halfway through the day and you start enjoying some adult beverages and, 
and it rolls right into a nice night. So we're excited about everybody coming up and enjoying the weekend. Well, I would imagine. So you, I think you said you've been there now 11 years, probably 11 years plus. There has to be a ton of good memories through those years. But are there a couple of standouts from uh, any particular events, whether it's, you know, NASCAR or, you know, the Moto America or something else? Really too many to count. And uh, I, I, again, I love my job because I get to tell friends like Paul Carruthers and Sean Bice that I get to have a party every two weeks and all my friends show up. <laughs> These guys have been my friends for years. I knew Paul when he was at Cycle News and, and Sean for a while. And uh, it's always fun, especially when bikes come to town because uh, the Moto America series does it right. Um, and it kind of kicks off the summer. Uh, so then we roll right into another a bunch of other events. Uh, but it is. It's um, it's too many to count. Hist- history is made at Road America every single day. Uh, and that's what's important for people to realize is when they're there watching uh, Moto America Superbikes or Supersport or anything else, once these riders cross the line, once they notch their win, they're notching a place in history at Road America. And that's special for a lot of racers, whether it's bikes or cars or anything. Once you have a win at Road America, that's something that not a lot of people get. And it's something that nobody can take back. So it's very fun to be able to be a part of that, that history is made every single weekend, every single day. And uh, seeing these guys and being able to shake their hands, uh, being able to see guys that I used to work with, such as Roger Hayden. He's now doing TV commentary and he's doing a great job. Josh Hayes, uh, who I used to represent when I was doing PR and and seeing Josh, you know, milling around and, and starting families and and seeing these guys, you know, come up with their careers and then retiring and then moving on, uh, it's always fun. And, and that carries over right into two wheels, too. You know, you see guys like Paul Tracy and he's doing television or, you know, Bobby Rahal yelling at me from behind because he's trying to get my attention for something. And, and uh, there's not a lot of people that get to say that. And uh, I kind of have to pinch myself again because uh, you go from one weekend to the next to the next to the next. And, and I always tell my wife, I'll see you in September because we're so busy. But uh, it's it's a blast. It's a blast. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And I encourage other people to come up here and enjoy it as well and keep coming back. Well, it sounds to me like, I mean, you found your dream job in a lot of ways. But I'm curious to know, because I always like to ask my guests uh, this question, and if there's something out there that you're just as passionate about that would fill that void, what what is it that you're passionate about? There's something out there that would fill that void? Yeah. Well, you know what, for me, I, I got to tell you, I, I love uh, I love the people. And, I, and I, love, I love being able to produce a lot for a lot of people. I have a great team of people behind me, from PA announcers to media support personnel to photographers to videographers. Uh, so for me, uh, my gratification is at the end of the day, you know, it's Sunday, it's at the end of the day, we're all in the media center, we're all finishing up our stories, our videos, you know, uh, you know, Roger might walk in after finishing the broadcast or some, you know, the TV guys come in after shutting down and, and, and we're getting everything done and we're in there with Brian J. Nelson, one of the best photographers in the industry, David Schwartz, Road Racing World, and we're all just sharing a beer. And that's really what it means to me because these guys have to get back on the road the next day and they have to drive to the next track or they have to hopefully spend some time with their families or maybe go to a test session or something like that. And it's really about being able to see your friends and know that you did something and know that you you put on a good event. The fans had a great time. Everything went great. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got injured. Everybody had a wonderful experience and memories because memories are the only thing you can really take with you. And I've learned that from a lot of racers is that it doesn't really matter how many trophies you have. It's the memories that you take with you. So it's those memories that I have with true professionals in the industry. Just having a beer at the end of the day, after everything's said and done, your stories are filed, your videos are done. Uh, you've uploaded everything to social media. 
Uh, people are kind of packing up, but they still take the time to sort of sit down and just say thank you. And we say thank you back. And and that's what's great about Road America is that uh, we, we truly take that time. We appreciate what everybody does because we all work hard and we all travel a lot. Um, and uh, that's what that's what it means to me. That's that's what working at Road America means to me. Yeah, it's kind of like what I gather there. It's just that satisfaction of a job well done. You're just in that moment all day long, just going, going, going. And then, ah, oh, you kind of relax and recount your day. And and yeah, it's a, it's got to be just an amazing, amazing feeling. It is. It is. And and uh, we get to do it all summer long. So I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that for the world. And I have a lot of respect for all the racers out there. And, and uh, they respect us, too. And and it's that camaraderie uh, that you can't put a price on. And uh, we're we're just as excited once we get our first nice little bit of weather and, and uh, things start warming up and the trucks start rolling in, because then we know we get to go racing. Not a lot of people get to say that when they get up and go to work every single day. John? Best of luck for everything this weekend at, at the Moto America event. Yeah, I think it's going to be exciting, like you said, with the new new track. And uh, is there any one thing that the fans coming into uh, the race this weekend should not miss? Uh, oh, I actually forgot to mention, too, um, you guys have a new app, right? Like a, Mo- a Road America app that people can use? Sure, 100%. We have a new Road America app. And again, it's available in the Apple Store or Google Play. And that's a great way to learn about the facility, learn about the event schedule, uh, find places to go, things to see and do. Um, it's very useful, uh, especially for people who have been there before, as well as newcomers. So that's always fun. But the carousel viewing trail is probably my favorite. That They put a lot of hard work into that. Um, and it's great to sit up there on some brand new grandstands or even sit over at the beach and watch these racers challenge history and, and actually challenge their own skill sets to set track records on a brand new surface. So I encourage people to get over there and check that out, as well as have some roasted corn and some some brats and some cheese curds and just enjoy some wonderful Wisconsin weather and hospitality because it's going to be great this weekend. Well, you just made me hungry, so I think I'm going to have to go grab something after this with all that food talk. But again, all the best this weekend, John, and uh, just really appreciate you coming on and spending some of your time with us. And uh, any last words before we uh, close this episode out? No, absolutely. We're in good shape. And again, we thank so much, all the fans, all the listeners, everybody that's uh, excited about coming out and uh, just check out roadamerica.com. If you need any information, everything's right there. All right. Thanks so much. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to follow Pit Pass Moto on your favorite podcast listening app so you never miss an episode. And if you have a moment, please rate and review our show. We'd appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media or visit pitpassmoto.com where you can listen to past episodes and purchase your very own Pit Pass Moto swag. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to Tommy Boy Halverson and the production team at Wessler Media. I'm Dale Spangler. I hope you'll join us next week for another episode of Pit Pass Moto. Thanks for listening. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.